This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Um, I think some of the sentiments you expressed, your emotions, I think will definitely is, go to the heart of what I'd like to speak about, coming from a different direction. I guess the sentiment you expressed of having to make that wrenching transition between what we rightfully see as being to a nyanim that Chazal call Chayisha is meant to be wrenching. I'd like to try to look at it and understand where that road leads to and a purpose of that road. The, um, the concept of the Eretz Kodmolotera is batted around a lot. Most people tend to look at it and to quote it as having to do something with menshecha behavior, with uh, midas tovos, um, and that's definitely not to be argued that menshechaite uh, midas tovos are very important. But it's not what it's not what that Chazal means. The Chazal's Kadmelatera does not mean um, what we would call. It means it in a, in a, it do, in, in a very in a very side way. Let's talk a little bit about what it means and what the point of it is. It's a ton of video and it's quoted in different variations. It's alluded to. It says that Akharish Baruch who created a road to the Eitzachayim. After Adam was thrown out of Gan Eden, he was given, there's a derech Eitzachayim. The Eitzachayim is Torah, and there's a derech Eitzachayim. And that derech Eitzachayim is called derech Eretz. And that's Kodmala Torah, meaning it's a road that has to be traveled to get to Torah. Um, there's Chof of Deiris, and basically the Tkufa of the Ovis leading up to Moshe Rabbeinu is seen as that Bechin of Derech Eretz, Kadmala Torah. They had to travel on a road without Torah and had to attain Torah, surmounting some difficulties, many difficulties. So what exactly is that Derech Eretz? Derech Eretz means... Um, doing things with a natural sink. Um, Torah is seen as being something beyond. Torah is seen as some being something that sort of doesn't play by the laws of nature. Um, if somebody's makabal or Torah, mavir men or their heretz, Torah is something that, it's beyond this world. It doesn't make economic sense in the world. Um, and it's some, somewhere beyond. And there's a derech eretz, which means a way of the world, leading to that Eitzachayim. So let's try to explore and understand it a little bit. We have three of us. We have Avram, Yitzchok, and Yaakov. Avram Avinu was born in Chutzlaretz, a Kaddish whose route took him to Israel. He had to leave for the Rav. But by and large, Avram was the one who went from Chutzar to Israel. 
Yitzchak never left Eretz Yisrael. Yaakov Avinu started in Eretz Yisrael and ended his life in Mitzrayim. What's that Mahalach about? There's a parallel saying about, Rav Hutton would quote it often, Avram is the first given Yid, he's the first one to become a Jew. Yitzchak is the first given Yid, he's the first one to be born a Jew. And Yaakov is the first given Yid, was the Tzrike Komen. And Yaakov is the first lost Jew, meaning not Yaakov, but Yosef who was lost and came back again. So it sort of mimics, it sort of parallels the point we said. Avram starts in Chutzlaretz, ends up in Eretz Yisrael. Yitzchak is Kolkul in Eretz Yisrael. And Yaakov is in Eretz Yisrael, and then he leaves. The first two we understand. What's the last one about? So it says when Yaakov Avinu came to, um, when Yaakov Avinu came to the, when he, when he left, and Vayolim Valaylahu, so Chazal bring a, a parsha, a posik, and they say, nafshi, besori, My soul thirsts for you, my flesh longs for you in a place that is dry and devoid of water. So shall I see you in Kedusha. The word Cain does not have, it can have many translations. And Chazal pinned this on Yaakov Avinu, laying there sleeping. That's, that's the, that was the psukim that described Yaakov Avinu's matzav at that point. So, Balatanya and different Mamarim and the Sfasemes, quite a few places, they say very similar Nakuda. That the, the Musig of Tzimon happens only in a place that is devoid of water and that's dry and hot and barren. In other words, when was the first time? that Yaakov Avinu felt tzimon, felt kmiha, at the darga that he felt it then, that was specifically at the place that he, when the first time he stepped out of Beis Medrash on his way to, on his way to love him, that's where he felt it the first time in his life. And then his tefillah is, Kain bakodesh chazisicha, Halavai, I should feel that way in the Makam Kaddish. In other words, a person born in a place that is filled with water, with a Shefa, he has everything except for one thing, thirst. See, he's missing Tzimon. And if we're missing Tzimon, then we don't have the thing with Sami for. Let's, let, let's think about it a moment. A person, Lo'aleinu, who's sick, 
and he lost his appetite, can't eat. He can't eat. You can push and shove. The body does not absorb it. it it's Kriyas Yamsuf to get the food down, even though it's not painful per se. But anything that requires a kibble in a person, if you don't have a kibble, it just can't go in. So Rav and Simon are the two prerequisites for Achil and Shdiya. A person who's born with a Shefa, then he has some of it. But if he's never been hungry, if he's never been thirsty, then he really doesn't have it. It's like breathing air. Do we all breathe? Of course we breathe. But does anybody feel he's breathing? Rahmanat's on somebody who suffers from, from, from some respiratory ailment. Yeah, he feels it. No one feels it. It's, it's, it. it happens. A person that never was hungry, does, does he feel the real tainig of achila? He, he'll feel the tainig of the sweetness. He'll feel the tainig of this. But the tainig of having a square meal doesn't feel it. And same thing with Simon. So Yaakov Avinu, got the first time in his life the sensation of Simon and Rav now. He was born by Yitzchak. He was a Yeshiva Holom. He's ne- he then, he, 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 he did nothing. Kol Kuler Tisrol, Beis and everything. The first time he's leaving Beis Medrash, he's leaving Eretz he's going to be a Royal Tzayim. And for the first time in his life, Kitagosi, of course, we're talking about the obvious, but Chazal Describe it. For the first time, he feels Simon and Rav. And his tefillah is, Halavai. This is the experience of Rav and Simon I should have on the day comes that I can come back and experience Kedusha again. We have to understand when people talk about Ruchnius, even in terms of, of chinuch, we tend to think of how much we're going to give the child. We're, we're going to have this Rebbe, this Masechta, this, 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 and we evaluate how successful we're going to be by what tools we're going to use. The wonderful Rebbeim, the wonderful material, the, 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 the amount of hours, v'chulu, v'chulu. That's short-sighted. What you really need to know is what's the klikibel of the child? Just because you think, and 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 a emes, the child is capable of learning a homosexable path. Just pick something. If the child is no cheshik fit, then really, the, the amount that a child is capable of accomplishing is based on the cheshik that he has. So you can do artificially stimulate it with, with candies, with money, whatever whatever it is. But becholayfin, the yisaid yisaid is is. The klikibol shaboy, haleidavahu. The makom that's the base of migdash. The makom of Ashras Ashchina is a place where Avram was makiv Yitzchak. That was the spark that sort of created the place, but it didn't become kaddish because of that. That was not the permanent location. That did not create the permanency of, of the Beis HaMikdash over there. It was the great, it was Bahar 
it, it was something that, 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 that it, was, it was a peak of human accomplishment that a father can give everything he has and a person can, and can be macro himself totally. But that doesn't create an enduring Kedusha. Yaakov Avinu sleeping in that place and experiencing Simon for the first time becomes the, 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 the cornerstone of Cain Bakridesh Chazisicha, the cornerstone of, of the Beis Amigdash. What allows the Kodesh Kodashim to be there is the Maisa of Avram and Yitzchak. That's where you can have Ashur Sashchina. But what makes it a Mokam where Klalisol can connect forever? It's the Tzimoyim and the Rav of Yaakovinu when he leaves Kedusha and he experiences a, 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 a thirst that he never felt before. He incorporates in Kemba Kodesh Chazisicha and that's what he has. So Derech Eretz Kodmol means as follows. And Svasema says this in different places. He says, had Adam Arishan not been choyte, then we wouldn't need it. We wouldn't need the process to get to Torah. But once Adam Arishan was choyte, the, 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 the Hagdara that allowed his chet was because his, the, we were missing something in the Kli Kibble for Kedusha. If, if a person's Kesha with HaKadosh Baruch Hu would be so strong, like a person, Lo'aleinu, those who still remember people who, who left concentration camps and a piece of bread to them was incredibly valuable. You know, even, even, if they, even after they had, they couldn't bear the thought of throwing away and, and so on. If we would have had, if Adam Arisha would have had that type of Kesha to Dvar Hashem, you couldn't leave it. But it was missing. The Tikkun, the Bezea Sapecha Toycha means you're going to appreciate not having the Lechem and working hard for it and acquiring it with a lot of effort, physically, and in Ruchnius. The Derech Eitzachayim is the road that has to be traveled where it's dry, where you don't have, and you feel what it's to be like without, and you keep pushing because you want it so badly. That's the Derech Eitzachayim. So, Derech Eretz Kodmala Torah means that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave a road that has to be traveled before we can get Torah. I think a lot about certain things. Um, when I was growing up, um, learning was off the table. I, I, I mean, it, 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 I still remember when people from Lakewood went to Borough Park shopping for kosher food. It sounds ludicrous today, but that was a Matthias. Um, I was a young child, but I, I remember it. People would say, if you're going to Brooklyn, bring something. And the people older than me and my generation who went to learn was a big struggle. And I felt that whoever, whoever made that struggle, ever struggled and ever made it into, into that world, 
stuck to it very strongly. That was the metzias of it. You had to fight really hard for it. It was against the tide, never possible. Um, and uh, I would say it's, it's ironic. In my days, if you learned in Lakewood and came time for Shiduchim, you lied and you said you're not in Lakewood. Today, if you're not in Lakewood and comes time for Shiduchim, you lie and you say you are in Lakewood. It's it's same lies, except the difference is just which, which direction is better today. But that was the Metzias. So, so people had a strong attachment to it. Baruch Hashem, we live in a different world. Dark Hashem, Anista for me and from human beings, but I, I, I sometimes contemplate the Tkufa we live in. People go to learn, and they learn earnestly, and they learn well, and it's fine, and it's good. Can I say it's with the same oomph? It's hard. If you never knew what it's to be without it, if, if, if you never understood what it's not to know, and now you know what it's like to be sort of a shame and mitzvahs of sorts and then become a bentaira, it's very hard to appreciate it. But the derech HaKadosh Baruch has made it that the, the, the huge drive of Kali Yisrael today experiences that type of transition that Yaakov Avino experienced. Coming, like I couldn't have said it better than Yitzhak said, describing that moment and saying to himself, sorry. I doubt. I, I don't know Rabbi Yitzchak. I know his brother, actually. I, his brother once spoke to me. I come to Cincinnati, actually. Um, but I, I doubt. I'm sure you learned very well in Yeshiva. I doubt you ever had such a poignant moment of how hush of learning is to you. I, I, I am sure that this was the moment when you felt the deepest raw and simo in your life. Came That your attachment and yours and mine, everybody's attachment to the ruchnius and to the learning takes on a different dimension when a person felt himself devoid of it. For the people who came out of concentration camps, Every penny was chashev. Every morsel of food was an asik. Even, even if they had a shefa, you don't throw out bread. I saw people dying because they're going to have bread. You're not going to throw out bread. What do you mean if it's, if it's $10 cheaper? You know, you never know when you need the money. That, that, was the, that was the mindset of people because they knew what it's like not to have anything. It, it, the derech the, the, the today is, if we wouldn't have been exposed to Eitz Chaim first, We'd never bother traveling on the Derech Chaim. That's the Metzius. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us a teaser. The years in yeshiva are a teaser of a life that's ruchnistic and pleasant. And then we get chased out. What we gain when we get chased out is the Derech Chaim. We gain... Uh, having tasted pleasantness of it, and now in a life that feels so so drastically different, we gain a certain raw and simon. The purpose of it is that the time that we do do the things that are so ruchnius, we do it with a different attitude. Unfortunately, many times there's a year and if I'm not learning anyway. So I might as well not learn, or it's half-hearted. 
But one bottle of water for somebody who's thirsty is very valuable. You don't say, because I have to ration the water, I'm just not going to do it. I, I, it, it. People can, the human body is extraordinary. People who are sick or people who have little food, people lived in concentration camps, they survived on, on, on a fraction of what's considered possible to survive on. And the answer is because the body can extract very efficiently, much more efficiently when you don't have, it has the ability to extract what it needs from food. Ruchnius doesn't let itself be battled. One hour, five hours, ten hours. If Ashkacha and Derech has led a person to a certain place, how much Ruchnius can get out of the hour or the two hours, or, or whatever it is, that's up to how much Simon you have. And being aware that what we gained is a poignant moment like he demonstrated. That's a moment that should serve a person every time he opens up a blood Gemara, he wouldn't think of looking outside. If, if he has a choice of doing something he enjoys or taking some more time to do something ruchnius, it'll be a real struggle. His, his, if the davening is, has to be shorter because of the pressures, but a half hour of intense davening, focused, undistracted, undisturbed, has, is, is a lumis. It's, it's not the hour and a quarter of yeshiva davening, but it's, it's, it's how much you put yourself into it. And a person could do an hour and a quarter at coasting effort, and he can do 45 minutes with, with extraordinary personal intensity. So this is the derech Chaim. I believe that our dar is the road of our dar. I could, just like a malach comes and teaches you learning before you're born, but that doesn't stay with you. That's not meant to be to stay with you. It's meant to give you a time so that when you reconnect, it's a different connection. Because Baruch blessed us in terms of the mindset of everybody, in terms of the resources we have, that people can spend wonderful parts of their lives learning. Ashrenu. It was un, un, whatever stories you heard about Amol, it was unheard of that the, the, the percentage of people and the percentage of lives you can spend on it is extraordinary. But that came without a Simon and Rav. You can tell the, your kids all the stories you want about you know, how they should appreciate. Everyone knows it doesn't, you don't understand it until you haven't lived through it. Each and every one of us who's lived through a moment like that, he's now been chased out of Gan Eden. HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't do anything bad. HaKadosh Baruch Hu said the real Gan Eden is when you travel long and hard hot road and you thirst and long for a place to, to, to settle settle your neshama and, and be nene that becomes the simon and the rav that the list of Yaakov had to go through and Be'ezah Hashem and as much as a person is aware of it that's how much came the amount of kedush a person gets out of the times he does spend for Nyanim of Ruchnis and Kedusha. And Be'ezus Hashem, for the day when we can come back again and be toyim from the Eitzachayim and sit bitziloi, the amount that we'll have from it is all depends on the Tzimon and the Rav. That's how much came Kodesh Chazisichim Hashem will have.